look, let me build something here. Let me go all in on YouTube, stay in my lane. No collaborations with people, no like sub for sub, like all these stupid oh, stuff. Like just Welcome back to Young Smart Money. My name's Apple Kreider, and I'm your host. Now, this is an episode that I have been excited for for a very long time. When I'm looking at podcast guests to reach out to, I always have a list of my top five people that I'm like, wow, if I get one of these five people on the show, that would be phenomenal. And I'm always working towards making my way up to one of those five people. And Clark Kegley from Refusing to Settle was one of my top five, and we were able to get him on the show, met with him at uh, the ClickFunnels event just a couple weeks ago through a mutual friend. It was phenomenal. This guy is extremely sharp. He really knows his stuff, and he's somebody whose content I've been consuming for probably close to two years now. Um, I've been a huge fan of Clark ever since I stumbled onto the world of entrepreneurship, uh, personal branding, and really just growing an online business. So I know I, I really wanted to have him on the show, and today what we're doing on the show, it's very different. I've never done an episode like this before, and what we're focusing on is actually how to grow a YouTube channel, okay? Not just just a YouTube channel. We're focusing exclusively on YouTube, but a lot of this stuff can be applied to really any platform that you want to grow. If you're somebody who wants to put content out there and wants to build a business around something they're passionate about, which I mean, who doesn't want to do that? This episode is going to be extremely valuable for you because Clark is diving into stuff that he has never talked about anywhere else. Okay. He's going into some of the tools, some of the strategies and like the, the behind the scenes of his YouTube channel. Okay. He talks exactly about his systems, his workflow, how he comes up with video ideas, how he gets those videos produced, the whole team that he has behind him, how he's able to very inexpensively produce all of the content that he puts out there so that really he can just sit down in front of the camera and let everything else go on behind the scenes. Okay. So this is a very valuable episode, especially if you're looking to start a YouTube channel, but especially if you're just looking to put out content on something that you're passionate about and turn that into a legitimate business that Clark has been able to do uh, far and away. He's got a six figure business going on over there at his YouTube channel, which is growing every single month. So without further ado, sit back, relax. We're coming to you guys from an amazing, amazing hotel, the Opryland in Nashville. If you're not familiar. It's phenomenal. This hotel literally has a river and a boat that like floats down this river. It's it's ridiculous, but we're coming at you guys from the uh, ClickFunnels event. It was a phenomenal time, but without further ado, let's hop right into the interview and welcome Clark to Young Smart Money. Clark, welcome to Young Smart Money. Super excited to have you here today. How are you doing, man? Stoked, man. And uh, for all you who can't see right now, we're at Funnel Hacker Live. Apple's killing the game with a, what's he got? <laughs> He's got a pink L.O. Bean headband. Yep. The red hair, the pink shirt. It's the branding, man. It's crushing the game. <laughs> Clark's got the suit as always, dude. Gotta have that, gotta have that consistent branding. Yep, just fake it till you make it 100%. Precisely, dude. That is exactly You don't need to make any money as long as you have one suit, then people think you make money, and that's really mm. what matters. That's the key dude that's the key it's having that image yeah i think so <laughs> i love it man i love it so clark how are you doing today awful um is your audience they're, they're cool right they're, all right yeah. i'm not gonna lie i had a few drinks last night may or may not have woken up an hour ago but we made it to funnel hacker live <laughs> we did dude we were at an amazing influencer event last night yep kevin david Josue pena yep. Jaden gross all these guys through an amazing amazing event so it was, yeah, it was, it was badass, phenomenal man. to see you there man yeah it was cool there was like it took me back to college days and high school days at the same time <laughs> <laughs> and like oddly enough like a business networking event all in one so like picture people in suits playing beer pong it's a really weird experience but it's still cool it was it was an interesting dynamic, not yeah. something that I'd encountered before, but um, yeah. it was cool to see these guys in a different different side of things. Once in a lifetime. Yeah. Honestly, honestly. It's it's amazing. Like events like this, such a great way to connect with people. Yeah, and I always say too, man, like, you know, I went to 10X, I went to Mastermind, I go to this event, this event by far, dude. You had, did you go to 10X? I did not. I heard it was a pitch fest though. Yeah, it was it was, it was kind of crazy. Um, nothing on Grant, but like, yeah, it was this is definitely a much more inclusive event. And I would say that like if you're listening right now and you've never been to an event, and you're kind of nervous because you don't know anyone and you're like, ah, oh, it's a lot of money or, ah, oh, like that looks cool, but yeah. I'm not sure if like I can swing it. Like uh, you're, you're paying for connections first yep. and all the info is second. So yeah. like you always go for connections and like literally one connection, like how, how, you've made connections here, right? Like so many connections, dude. And those are worth more than what? A thousand dollar ticket for oh, funnel hacking. by far. Yeah. And a lot of people, they were talking about this earlier at the event. Like a lot of people come here thinking they're going to make business connections. Yeah. And a lot of times that can be the case. Like you can meet great people for your business. Like if you have an agency, you can meet good clients. You yeah. can meet people that you could work professionally with. But like those personal connections are really, really valuable too. Like yeah. me meeting you, like yeah. I'm not thinking, okay, how am I going to do business with Clark? How yeah, am I going to sure. get Clark to pay me sure. two grand a month to like do funnels for him or something? Like that's not my focus. Sure. My focus is like, how can I connect with you, provide value to our audiences, yeah. 
like and that's that's the key key thing that i think that that events can really really bring you is just broadening those those connections that you have and that ability to just connect with a new audience of people i love it man we should definitely like go into how to network and connect with people because a lot of people do it the wrong way uh but i I know i don't want to jump straight there i know no i mean okay okay we'll get there we'll get there so first thing i want to start with is just like for our listeners that aren't super familiar with you you were you're somebody who's killing it online like you have nearly quarter million subscribers on youtube you just passed like 15 million video views like you were you were on top of the game so can you fill our listeners in on what clark kegley is is up to right now yeah, so I run the channel Refusing to Settle. It helps 23 to 35-year-old dudes escape the 9 to 5 that they hate mm. and pursue the life they love. So we focus a lot on not only how do you make your first 10K a month consistently online, because that's kind of the threshold that once you hit 10K, man, yeah. you don't really go back down to 3 or 4 or mm. whatever. Like Once you hit 10K, like it locks in. So that's a really cool number we focus on. But Interesting. like, how do you not lose your mind doing it? Interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how do you stay sane? How do you stay happy? How do you feel fulfilled? Because Apple, you know, man, like there's a lot of people here who are making way more money than us. But like, I sure. wouldn't trade places with them. No. Like their lifestyle sucks. Yeah. Let's just like be they're real. working like 18 hours a day. Yeah. Grinding it out. Yep. So our focus on refusing to settle has been how do you have all that without sacrificing your mental health, your sanity, and like your relationships. So mm. um, we do a lot of self-development there, but I guess how I got into that, yeah. um, it's really been the last year or two, 18 months that it's, it's taken off and okay. I'm fortunate about that. But yeah. um, I graduated college, I was 30K in debt. I was pissed off because I'm like, great, I got a degree, for, you know, 30, 40K in debt, <laughs> now what? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I walked across the stage, shook the hand and opened a diploma that was empty, which is a big ripoff. You guys graduate college, <laughs> or when you do, they don't give you a diploma there. They mail it to you like a month later. Get Savage, ripped off, dude. man. Huge rip off. But uh, so I graduated that, and I was actually doing a podcast show, oddly enough. Okay. In the health field, Paleo Hacks podcast. So I got to interview like Mark Sisson, wow. Dave Asprey, wow. like Wim Hof, anyone who's like in the health game. Killing the game. We yeah. had it. And wow. so, literally, what you're doing, man, like in college, like that was my first gig. Dang. And uh, it was sick. So, I love what you're doing, dude. And like, I even, I was going through a hippie phase. So, I was wearing yes, headbands. Yes, the you know hippie what I mean? phase. Yeah, I wasn't, wasn't wearing the suit. Um, and so, there I was. I graduated, had this gig, and I was like liking it because I could travel to like Southeast Asia and stuff. And oh, I think dude. I was making probably 2K a month, but it was on my trip. Term, so I'm like, this is better than a nine to five. Hundred percent. Had a long term girlfriend, and then all within the same week, dude. Um, I remember going to a coffee shop, mm-hmm. like we're at right now. Yeah. And I was talking to a guy, and I'm like, hey, how you doing, man? And like his face went white, and he's like, dude, I don't know what to do. I just got fired from my job. I was like, oh, dude, that sucks. Yeah. And then immediately, you know, like when you hear a phone ring and you know exactly who it is. Yeah. Or like. You think about someone and then they text you. It's like that weird yeah, sense. Yeah, 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 100%. I had that. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm about to get fired. And so I pull out my laptop. Dang. I log into my Gmail. And sitting right there is the email saying, Clark, we're cutting the show. Like, nothing no. personal. Over wow. email. So Over email, no. Um, that happens. And I was like, fuck, what do I do? Yeah. And so I was living in my mom's basement at the time. Dang. I was in my mom's basement, just got fired. Literally that same week, my girlfriend... She thought I was crazy for being an entrepreneur. And she's like, Clark, it's time to end. So her parting gift to me was a book that's like how to get your shit together in your 20s. And she was like, good luck. Oh, my God. All in the same week. So I'm 30K in debt, long-term relationship, got fired from my job. It was like the lowest point in my life. And I'm like, damn. I could stay here right now, right, and kind of like poor me, walla walla. Yeah. Or I could like use it and like just get really freaking hungry and be like, you know what? Like that motivation like there's two ways Tony Robbins says to uh, people make a change the first is out of inspiration okay. right so like we get inspired by Funnel Hacking Live yeah. meeting people beer pong last night whatever yeah. and we change the second place is stronger and that's from desperation mm. I think right then I got really desperate dude I was like I gotta make a change because I'm not gonna stay here wow. and uh, just started grinding it out on YouTube video all in every single freaking day and uh, I guess the short version is that, like, with that desperation and prove them wrong mentality, grew refusing to settle to, like, what it is now, 200-something thousand subscribers. Um, and, uh, yeah, just, like, monetizing the back ends, doing coaching and all that stuff just kind of, like, shot up. Uh, but it was really that first step was, like, you know, refusing to settle for just being stuck and doing something about it. What's the difference between somebody like you that takes that, that takes that moment 
where where everything's falling apart and turns it into something some some fuel fuel for them yeah and, and somebody who doesn't like what's most, the difference most there? people quit too soon yeah like you know it's not an overnight thing and everyone you've interviewed on this podcast you know it wasn't like oh yeah and then i went to one event and boom yeah, and i'm boom, successful yep, 10k a month right there right exactly man so i think it's just not quitting because i'll be honest dude like for me it was it's probably been three years that i've been in this game and wow. it's really been the last like one or two that i've really felt like oh i'm making good money yeah you know and, and money isn't everything but you know i'd rather be rich and unhappy than poor and unhappy exactly <laughs> you know um so yeah, man, like you can compare yourself to people who get it fast. And like, I'll look at some of my friends in e-com mm. and uh, it seems like they kind of get it faster yeah. in a way yeah. and then they have more totally. money to play with. And I'm like, fuck, I should have done e-com, dude. But like, I'm playing the long game so hard right now. Nice. Like I'm gonna be around in 10 years oh, yeah. and I'm not saying those guys won't, but like, you know, there's only so far you can get on certain paths. Yep. And like, if you go after the long game, I feel like that's the only real route. But I, I guess to answer your question, the difference is like, knowing what you want, playing the long game and not quitting, which are three basic things. But like, dude, you know this. It's like the most basic things that we need to do. You know what I mean? Like that has the biggest impact. So I think yeah. like for everyone listening to make it more tangible, like what do you want? Okay, what what do you want in 18 months from now? Literally write it down. Like do, have you ever written that down? If not, like you know this stuff. Like yeah. why, why haven't you written that down? So uh. exactly what you want in 18 months. What do you, Who's done it? that you can model and what are you going to do every single day to get there like break it down month by month like literally you have 18 months to get there how mm. would you do that reverse engineer it like mm. that's kind of what you need to do and so that's what you did with the podcast 100%. You know, youtube you got to get that vision and then figure out exactly like step by step by step yeah. what are you going to do to get there because if you set this big vision and have no way to execute on it you're yes. not actually doing anything yeah. you're sitting there brainstorming every day like yeah. you're not moving closer yeah like you got to know where you're going but you also need to take those steps because so many people yeah. get caught up in this like they'll go to an event like this they'll get so hyped up they'll get so jazzed yes. and then like next thursday they're like they're, yeah. they're not doing anything yeah they're, they're back to square one because they didn't they didn't have some action steps they didn't figure out what they needed to be doing yeah yeah you know what's funny it's like in the self-development niche, because that's where I started, I yeah. was like reading all these self-development books and I'd summarize them and that was like the big thing on my channel. Yeah. I would read so many freaking books and like, I feel like self-development is kind of like cocaine in a way. Like you get that hook of yeah. the dopamine rush, right? Yeah. Like you learn about goals or new ideas or like someone connects the dots in your brain and it's awesome. It's like that hit of, of coke or whatever, yeah. or drinking. And then it drops you down. Mm. And so you need that next one. Drops you down. You need that next one. Yep. And that never ends, even at this stage, guys. Like, or, or, I'm not even the most successful or whatever, but like, at least having three years experience in this game. I mean, yeah, you're years, killing it, dude. Thanks, man. Like, it's it never goes away. Like, and that's a good thing because you want to learn and improve yourself. But at a certain time, you got to balance that with like taking the action that's actually going to help you. You know. So I feel like a lot of people were so hooked in that cycle of like new idea, good feeling, chase the next new idea, good feeling. And that's why we don't apply the basic stuff that actually ironically gets us what we want, not the ideas, you know what I mean? 100%. So how do you personally find that balance between bringing in new information and actually putting it into practice? Because yeah. for me, that's tricky. It's yeah. tricky to figure out when I, I've learned enough yes. that I'm qualified enough to actually be executing on these things and teaching yeah. other people these things. Okay, so like, do you have a to-do list every day or like, what's your week look like? Yeah, so my so my sort of workflow is I'll have, I have a six month goal, I have a three month goal, a one month goal, a one week goal, and a one day goal. Um, and each, well, under each of those I have three things. Uh -huh. um, and I just rotate those out. So that's my, my to-do list is like my three goals for the day. Okay, and like, you prioritize them? 100%, yeah. That's a good strategy right there, what Apple just said. like. My coach told me, your MITs, your most important tasks, yep. and you should script your week. Take two hours every single day on like a Sunday, okay. not every day, but every, every Sunday, week, yeah, okay. and plan your week out in two hour chunks. So if you plan your week out in two hour chunks, it's kind of like your old trading rhythm every yeah. 90 minutes or whatever, and then you take a break or whatever, okay. you'll be more productive, and then you have MITs, which are like the big dominoes, right? Like yeah. it only takes one domino to knock down like the world record for millions and millions exactly. of dominoes, something exactly. like that, you know? like what's the big freaking domino that if like one thing you got done today you're sitting you're in bed you're like man i didn't get everything that one thing got me closer to that 18 month goal we were talking about that you just wrote down like what's that one piece and then it builds and builds and builds a lot of times like back when i was in college man i thought that one piece was like reading a book 
taking notes, better journaling, knowing more. And a lot of times it's like putting yourself out there more. If that yeah. makes sense. So like what you're doing with content. Like for me, I'll give an example. Do it, yeah. Uh, it's filming a video every single day. If I film a video every day, what happens? More people come in, more people see products, more people grow. I get more money, I get more sales. If I don't, if I read a book, like that's cool, but that's not an MIT. It's like mm. MITs are the thing that are gonna get you closer, and if you don't do those, nothing else matters. It's like it's like nutrition, right? Like and going to the gym. Like if you want to get fit, those are the two most MITs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like no matter what you know about supplements or what you're taking, like you're just gonna piss it out. It's expensive urine. <laughs> like your MIT is is freaking not eating as much and like going to the gym. Yeah. And sleep. You know, like boom, boom, boom. But we want to focus on like. I don't know, reverse osmosis and enemas <laughs> and yeah, weird stuff, you know? 100%. Yeah. So clearly, your MITs are shaped by your priorities. Yeah. And one thing that's pretty tricky for me, at least as of late, is figuring out what my priorities actually are. Because I'll get to a point where I'm working on, I listed out all the projects I was working on, and yeah. there were, I kid you not, 26 things yeah. that I was yeah. working on. And I, I just didn't have any sense of priority, so I, I knocked off everything except for like my top three things. And I think it's, yeah. it's tricky, especially for young people who are like learning all these things about different business models, like e-com, like YouTube, like, like yeah. Facebook ads. No. Um, how did you figure out that YouTube was your thing? And like, yeah. how did you decide that was going to be your priority? Yeah, that's good, man. It's like, I love the analogy. They say like, you know, if you try and catch two rabbits, yeah. you're not going to catch either. Yeah. I think a lot of people are doing that. It's not two rabbits anymore though, Apple. It's like fucking it's like a thousand, 50 of them. Dude, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like rabbit here, rabbit here, rabbit here, rabbit. Okay, Facebook, podcast, yeah. YouTube, Instagram. And there's big gurus, dude, at the top who are like, if you're not, if you're sleeping more than three hours a night <laughs> and you're not on every freaking platform, you're failing. Oh my God. I can, yeah. Like, I'm not at their level, but I'm pretty sure they have a team of 24 people who yeah. disseminates all their content. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, what, you're going to tell the kid in college or high school, like, he needs an Instagram, a podcast, a Facebook, a YouTube channel, and he needs to post every day. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it has to be good. And he has to grow. And he has to make money and work a job. Like, like who is, nobody, nobody no, can do that by themselves. That's no. terrible advice. Yeah. And so like, maybe if you partner with someone, but like, okay, so your audience right now, you know, they're, they're trying to make their first 10 K a month. Yeah. Um, that person, you, you don't do all those vehicles. You do one, like that domino we're talking about that yeah. one thing, like you're doing with podcasting. Dude. Yeah. You know, like, I do you do YouTube? Do you do blogs? Do you do Instagram? Barely. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is your thing. Yeah. And that's why, like, it's better branding and positioning, too, man. Like, if you are the YouTube guy or you are the podcast girl or you are the blog girl, like, yeah. all of a sudden, people understand that. Exactly. It, it, it's, you're not this, like, oh, I'm a Swiss Army knife. Exactly. Like, no, Nobody wants that. Yes. Especially if you're a service provider. Like, my good friend here, Brian. Yeah. You know Brian from last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always getting to me into trouble. We went to this, like, uh... <laughs> After the party, we're like, oh, let's go out, let's go out. <laughs> so we, we, we just Googled, like, coolest spots in Nashville, because we don't know. And yeah. uh, we went to this first bar that came up, and it was, like, a cover of, like, $5. So I'm like, okay, right. it's going to be great. We walk in. I kid you not. It was empty. There was, like, two girls on stage in Pikachu outfits oh doing God. karaoke. And we're like, oh, dude, this is lit. This is the sickest bar in town. my kind of party. So don't always trust Google, guys. Don't always trust Google. Google does not know the hottest spots in Nashville. I mean, it very well could have I mean, been the hottest I mean, maybe that's spot. the hottest spot in Nashville. Maybe I, that's yeah. where the bar's at. But. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going back tonight, so if you want to come with us. All right, I yeah. might have to check out some Pikachu karaoke. You got a Charmander outfit? I'll go pick one up, dude. All right, dude. All right, because <laughs> I, I already Pikachu got Squirtle. stores down the I'll dumb on Squirtle. <laughs> oh, freaking ridiculous, man. All right, so hopping back to YouTube for a second. Like, yeah. when you were getting started... What did, what did that look like for you as far as mentors go? Like, did you have anybody that you were directly looking up to? Because I know for me, and really developing the businesses that I'm working on right now, a lot of it, and a lot of my success I can attribute to the mentors that I've been able to, to encounter in my life and that I've been able to work with. So was there anybody when you were getting started, either that was like directly mentoring you or somebody that you just like looked up to from afar? Yeah. That's a really good question, man. And something that gets talked about a lot is yeah. like, how do you get a mentor? Yeah. And I almost feel like it's like the Anakin Skywalker in Star Wars, you know, or like Mr. Miyagi. Like, I'll just be blunt with your audience. Like, yeah, do it. Everyone who's trying to find a mentor is really just trying to shortcut their learning curve, which is good. But a lot of times people approach it with who's going to do the work for me. Ooh. And that's not what a mentor is. Ooh, big you're, distinction. You're working for the mentor. That's how it should be. Yes. They're not working for you. Yes. If you approach a mentor with, I can work for free, let me serve you, let me add to you, mm. much better chance you're going to get one. All these guys who like, dude, 
Uh, so you know, on Instagram, you can connect a business account, right? Yeah. And then you do you have a business account yeah. connected with like email? Yeah. As soon as I did that, <laughs> oh, oh my god, dude! I get like ten emails a day from my everybody, god. but um, mostly Bitcoin and MLM. So yep. Yep. Maybe, maybe if I need to pivot, I got a future. <laughs> you got you got some options. You I can sell you guys options. knives and Litecoin. Oh, dude, got to get that Cutco on the show, man. Yep. Yeah, if you guys need an ICO, hit me up. Oh I got about God. 50. <laughs> Do a quick pump and dump, make some yep. cash. Yep, let me know. That's my thing. So mentors, going back to it, man. Yeah. Approaching people with a giving hand is definitely important. But, like, to answer your question, like, who was I looking yeah. up to? Like, I didn't have anybody directly. You know, when I was in my mom's basement, 30K in debt, girlfriend broke up with me. And I was like, fuck, what do I do? Like, I just went to a boys and girls club and started working with kids. Because I'm like, look, my eject button for all of this right now, like, if everything goes to hell in a handbasket, what's the worst case scenario that's going to happen? I think everybody should do this. Like, identify your worst case scenario. And if you can make your worst case scenario not that bad, then you can live life knowing, like, dude, it's going to be okay no matter what. no matter what. My worst case scenario is I'm going to be a ninth grade teacher in Hawaii. Like, that sounds pretty good. That's not that bad. Like, I'll make 30, 40K, I'll be in an island, I'll teach kids, because I love kids. And, like, that's pretty badass. That sounds all right to me. So if everything fails and I go broke tomorrow, like, I still have a eject button that's badass. Yeah. I don't know how I got there, dude, but going, <laughs> going back to mentors. Oh, yeah. being, being in the... I like tangents. Being in the basement, like, who I was looking up to. Yeah. I just... I kind of took responsibility and said it's my job to make me successful. Huh. And really, like, I didn't. Um, yeah, I didn't do the whole mentor route. Now it's ironic. Now I do. Yeah. I pay twenty five k to be in a mastermind group. Wow. Um, and then I, I'm mentored by like some high level guys. You yeah. Know? And, and until you have a platform, though, like you know, you can't really go to people and say, "Hey, can you mentor me?" It's it's a, it's a tougher sell. You don't have leverage. You don't have leverage, man. So you need a platform, which is what Russell was saying yesterday. Yes. It's very true. It's like build something of value and then you're valuable to other people oh, yes and uh yeah so that was I, I saw that early on and i'm like look let me build something here let me go all in on youtube stay in my lane no collaborations with people no like sub for like all these oh, stupid man. stuff like just roll up the sleeves and do the work do it yeah believe in it and have an eject button because you know like life's gonna be okay you know take a fat deep breath right now like <laughs> you guys are doing fine like it's all gonna work out and just work every day man you know yeah. and a little bit better um hit that big domino in the mit's you know yeah yeah 100 100 percent. so uh, i'm assuming it wasn't all sunshine and roses for you man like starting this youtube channel yeah. um it, it's tough to gain traction at first i'm yeah. assuming for you it, it was the same way so what were some of your strategies could be mindset or could be tactical that you were using from the get to really a stay motivated but b to actually like see growth and see that momentum building so you want to get in like tactics of growing a youtube channel yeah either tactics or mindset of okay. like what where you were at in that point okay so if everyone listening right now if you're like oh i want to do youtube yeah um you know i want to start a channel i have no clue how to do it or like there's too much competition oh or like God, getting yeah. a thousand subscribers is too hard like everybody starts at zero yep the best thing you can do right now is really niche down okay find what's that one secret obsession that you have that if i got you going on you're off to the races yeah that's a good channel so like i'll give you an example do it man you know my grandma yeah she's like 94 years old she has no teeth she lives in a trailer she's driving dude yeah she's driving (laughs) and like for the most part she's pretty like paranoid and kind of boring and like you know she's grandma yeah she's grandma like we're not talking like fun stuff (laughs) but you get her going on conspiracy theories and she will just like talk or like she is off man like literally conspiracy theories all day alex jones planet x is coming like it's gonna shake our gravity dude the best part is she has all her cabinets tied up and i'm like grandma wait like tied with like ropes yeah so they don't so like her soup doesn't fall out I'm like, Grandma, if Planet X comes and shakes our <laughs> gravitational pull, like, you're worried about Campbell's soup falling out? Like, what is this? But, uh... You gotta choose your battles, man. Going back to the channel <laughs> thing, you know, like, so that that would be her niche. Yeah. And she could attract people to it. So what's that secret obsession that you have listening right now? Like, your one thing that you're like, oh, I could talk about that for hours, or I have ten years of that, or five years of that. Uh. That's a really good place. And then what you do is you find five channels on YouTube who you would trade places with. And this might be a better frame. Like, yeah, what, what do you mean by trade places? Yeah, like 
if you could take over their channel tomorrow, you'd be like, hell yeah, this is good. Like, okay. I okay. love this. Yeah. You know, it's like if you had five podcasts yep. where you're like, oh, I would love running Smart Passive Income. Yeah. Or I love running Entrepreneur on Fire. Yeah. Like, okay, those are your models because that, mm. that's what you want to do. 100%. So you find five of those, right? So now we know what we want. We're passionate about it. We know we can talk about it. We have five models. Go into their videos, okay? And go into their videos tab. Yep. Then you sort by their most popular. Yep. Look at their most popular videos for the past 24 months because okay. anything older than that, the algorithm's kind of changed a lot. Uh-huh. And it's kind of grandfathered in. Okay. I'd even say like 18 or, or, or 12 is better. Okay. And right there, dude, you have five channels. Take their 20 videos that are in your niche. Now you have 100 videos that you can film if you do one a day. And that's going to catapult your YouTube channel right there. 100%. That's like steroids for it. Because that's proven content. That's it content is. that you know yeah. the algorithm favorites. You know people are looking for that yeah. and that they're responsive to it. And for if you sure. can like... So I was talking to Kevin David last night and he says that his strategy on YouTube is pretty much exactly that. So he'll he'll research, do some keyword research, find like the top five videos on a topic. Like maybe it's yeah. like Shopify for beginners. Yeah. He'll watch the, the, the top five videos for Shopify for beginners. Yeah. He'll like print out transcripts of all of them, highlight the stuff that he likes and basically make a compilation of all of the best stuff. And sometimes stuff. he'll use your transcript in one of his videos. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I love Kevin, but, but yeah, no, I've seen that. Exactly, exactly. Like, and, and that's what works. Like, that's what gets the views. Like, if you search Facebook ads on YouTube, he is the number one spot by far. Yeah. And, and he's just killing it over there. And I think that's a very effective strategy. Another I thing. I like the transcript thing. Yeah. No, I think yeah. that's very effective. And he was he was telling us about that's how he structures all of his webinars, too. Like, he'll funnel hack other people, look yeah. at their webinars, print out a transcript, be like, okay, this is what they're doing here. Yeah. This is what they're doing here. And, like, having that transcript, it's insanely effective because, like, you can watch a video. But if you're not like actively thinking about like, hey, what are they doing here? What what persuasion techniques are they using? How are they keeping people like on like on the edge yeah, of their chair for yeah. the next thing they're gonna say? Yeah, uh, extremely effective. But another thing a mentor of mine told me last night was that when you're thinking of a topic like you were talking about earlier, um, go three layers deep. And when when he said three layers deep, he's like saying so instead of just talking about like say conspiracy theories, yeah. he was like talk to grandmas, single like single elderly women who are interested in conspiracy theories. Like when you go three layers deep. Like that is when you really resonate with people. And a lot of times mm. you might think that you're snitching yourself way too far down, but like that's that's where the riches are. Like the riches are in the niches. And like if you're just talking to like conspiracy theorists in general, like yeah. Alex Jones has got you beat, dude. Because yeah. like, yeah. Like, yeah. So well, it's I, like what you do, you know? You're talking to guys, high school, college, who want to start their own thing. And you do it through podcasting. Yeah. You know, like those, yeah. Those are the layers. Yep. Exactly. And if, if, you, if you're only going one layer deep, you're not going to reach anyone. Yeah. That's so true, man. I wish one of my biggest mistakes early on on YouTube was like talking about what I was into, like me, 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 me. Yeah. You know, it's like, how can I get followers? How can I do this? What am I passionate about? And like, I really flipped it and I'm like, no, I'm here to serve, you know? Yeah. Even right now, like, what can I give your audience that'll actually like walk away from and like apply and actually get good results from, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah. I think like the more you go with the giving hand, what we were talking about with mentors and everything, dude, like. Yeah, it's just, it, it always sets you up for success and like what you really want. And I think with YouTube, especially like solving people's problems, right? So if you did what Apple said, you go three layers deep, now you got your niche, you got a hundred videos, maybe you got transcripts or whatever. And if your mind right now is like, ah, I don't know what <laughs> yeah. to do. Like again, take a deep breath. It's okay. You just one step at a time. Exactly. We're giving you everything you need to know right now to grow a YouTube channel. So if you, if you apply all this over the next 18 months, you can do it. Um, and just start like little tangent but side note like don't even listen to the next whatever minutes of this podcast if you haven't even had your first video yet 100 percent. you need your first video yesterday yeah like that is the biggest tip if you ever ask me like what's the biggest tip for youtube like start because everyone's trying to hack it it's like they're trying to think their way to a successful channel Uh. and you just got to film like bro i got a friend a good friend in the law of attraction space right Right. a couple they're I'm not really new it, but you know, like metaphysics, law of attraction, yep. and uh, all that stuff. It's a he's big got space, yeah. half a million subscribers wow. over like two years. He's built that. Okay. Guy is an absolute machine. Yeah. I can't give financial numbers, but he's doing very, very, very he's a beast, well. Yeah. He's killing it. Opt-in rates, like numbers I haven't even seen before. Wow. But you know what his strategy is? Just more, more content. The guy does a daily video every day. Wow. Never missed a day. 
he, and he pulled me aside. He's like, bro, because I asked him, like, how do you do a daily video every day and not run out of yeah. stuff to say? He's like, bro, I'll be honest. I say the same shit in every, almost every video. <laughs> I'm like, doesn't your audience get mad? He's like, no, because, Clark, people come to your channel. People come to Apple's podcast, not just for the content, but for the energy. Yeah. And that's probably the most hippie thing I'll say this whole show. <laughs> but like, I love it. Understand that people, like, they're going to YouTube for relationships. Yeah. Like, it's, it goes deeper than just the content. It's the community, man. Yes. And they can read a book with all this tactics, but, like, they go for you. Yeah. It's you, too. Not InfoTube. <laughs> 100%, dude. 100%. Dang. Yeah, yeah nobody's going to go if it's just like a computer reading a script. Like, it, it's, it's about the person. It's about the individual. It's about the stories. Yes. And, and the relationship that you can build with that person. And not being afraid to say the same thing every video. So yeah. that guy, going back, he posts a daily video every day on YouTube. He sends a daily email. Oh, my He does God. a daily Instagram post. He does a <laughs> daily Instagram live. He does daily Instagram stories. Oh, he does, like, I think he does Facebook, and he's like, oh, yeah, I started a daily podcast. I'm like, how? <laughs> so, machine. like, every time I compare myself to who else, like, someone came up to me like, you put out a lot of content. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like such a failure, and I'm doing a daily video. Oh, my God. Like, compared to that guy? Yeah. No. And so I, I think that um, my biggest takeaway from, like, the past six months, dude, uh, was a quote I saw online. I think yeah. it might have even been Gary Vee. On, like just one of his quote Instagram sure. things and I'm like that's really true you know he said that almost every problem in your business or your future business if you don't have one the answer is almost always more content uh, I was like oh that's great because think about content right now like your podcast okay yeah. and like my videos that's like a heartbeat of your business yeah that's bringing people in that's circulating the blood that's circulating the views that's circulating mm. the leads you know, mm, 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 every time you post. <laughs> yeah. If you don't have a heartbeat, like, it doesn't matter if you have 5% body fat and you're shredded, you know, and you no. look really good. Like, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> so you can have the best business in the world, but if you don't have that beat, that heartbeat of content, like, that's the most important part on YouTube and, and podcasts and, like, everything. And so, like, yes, we can talk marketing strategies at Funnel Hacking Live and email optimization, but shit, man, just, like, sometimes the big domino, the MIT, the callback is, like, more content, you know, mm. daily. Dang. So when did you when did you start going like all in on YouTube? Like what was what was the switch for you? Like when? Because I'm assuming you didn't just like start a YouTube channel one day and you're like, all right, this is what I'm doing now. Yeah. So when did when did the switch happen? And uh, why? Yeah. Once YouTube started, once I could pay my rent with ad rev, I was like, hell yeah. Okay. A little YouTube flex. <laughs> I mean, now now it's like, dude, ad revenue should be a tip jar. It's not even the thing uh. you like monetize on. Like, it's nice to have, right? Like an yeah. extra, what, four or five K a month sure. or whatever ads are. But that just goes to pay my team so I can do daily shit and not okay. lose my mind. Yeah. So now it's just break even. I mean, actually, I, I make a little bit, but okay. the initial goal, Apple, was like, okay, once I can move out on YouTube money, <laughs> you know, that would be cool. But uh, yeah, I hit that. So once I went all in was like, Jim Rohn says, he's like, Oh, Jim Rohn's a beast. He's, he's the greatest, right? Oh my God. You know, he talks like this. <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, you quit your job when your part-time gig makes you more than your full-time gig, <laughs> and you can't afford to work there. Wow, Jim Rohn is resurrected, guys. Y'all yeah. didn't see it, but he just came back from the dead. He's great, man. <laughs> yeah, and so I, I love that, dude. Like, you're listening right now. Like, think about it. You know, when your part-time gig that you start on your own and you build that up, when that starts making you more than your full-time gig and you can't afford to work there full-time mm. or close, then you quit. And again, like, I'm all about minimizing risk. I'm all about eject buttons and, like, worst-case scenarios and then, like, yeah. having the freedom and mental sanity to, like, go for it. Yeah. So, like, the eject button on your, you're like, oh, it's too risky to start a business or start a YouTube channel. Like, how? How is that risky yeah. at all? You know, like... like what could, what's the worst that could happen? Exactly. It's free. <laughs> it's like, you don't... And maybe it won't be in a year. You know, like... What if YouTube charged $100 every time we upload? That very well could happen. Yeah. What if Facebook charged $10 an upload? You know, what if it, what if podcasting that's 50 bucks? Like, yeah. like, not to scare everyone, but like, we don't know that this stuff is going to be free forever. And we've already seen it with throttling traffic yeah. and organic reach going down. So like, I, yeah, like, to motivate you guys listening, like if you haven't started, 
you better get started. You know, exactly. uh, you might not be as easy as it is today in tw- 24 months from now. Yeah, like these companies don't owe us anything. We're not yeah. entitled to all this free traffic on YouTube yep. or on Facebook. Like these are businesses, yep. and like they are allowing us the potential to get in front of all these people. Yep. Like like that's not something that we like inherently deserve. Hundred so percent. You got to take advantage of that, and you got to take advantage of all those all those things that you have available to you. Yeah. Now, Clark, you mentioned your team, and I'm very curious on like what your systems look like as far oh, as like yeah. putting out the volume of content that you do. Because although it's not like... No, keep going. Oh, oh yeah, the most content in the world. Um, yeah, okay, okay, perfect, perfect. We're busting out the laptop. We're getting, we're getting down and dirty here. I don't have the Wi-Fi up, but I have my, um, <laughs> my team set up, so... All right, perfect. First thing you do is Trello. Oh, is Trello.com. Oh, dude, your Trello Use is this. massive. This dude's got like yeah. 25 columns in his yeah. Trello. So, uh, yeah. Every <laughs> If you got... Oh, shh. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Woo. Cached, right. Um, so I don't have Wi-Fi, so I can't actually show you live. All right, no worries. So if you go on Trello.com, it's a free tool. It's awesome. Oh, and yeah. um, I actually learned this from Team Dan Locke actually sitting by us so Dang. they, they de- one of the guys Desmond pulled up his trial when I was JVing he's <laughs> like this is what you need to do and he showed me and I, I took it kind of built it out further and ran with it Dang. so I add my whole team here okay yep. so I have a I have a designer okay. I got an editor okay. I got an outliner wow. I got a VA and wow. I got a uh, uploader but I started as solo um, until about three months ago I was doing everything and so. all those people are remote yeah they're all remote um, it, it varies like you know what you pay them yeah for you know just for reference because I was always curious it's about between uh, around a hundred dollars, give or take twenty, to for me to upload a piece of content. So I film it all, and then it's about one hundred twenty bucks or whatever. By the time the editing and the uh, design's done. Okay. So I'm like, okay, at this stage, you know, if I put out a daily video, that's what three k a month in ads. So I'll break even on that yeah. and make some money. So like, I can do it. But if you're just starting out, you're gonna have to do it on your own. That's okay. But it's free. It's like, free though. It's free. Yeah. Like you just gotta invest your time. Yeah. So the first step is an outline, which we spoke about earlier. Yeah. Um, that's these columns here. I have them sub niches within my niche wow. so I know that guys want to make 10k they want to not lose their mind doing it they want to have some fun so I have you know it's, it's a book summary if it's passive income if it's success okay. if this is boring stop me and we'll, we'll <laughs> no, talk about dude, I'm, I'm eating it up and then I move the card over here once I it's ready to film okay boom okay so for outlines guys just think in three okay. so you have a topic like what's a good topic how to get thousand dollars passive income online or sure. like your first thousand YouTube subscribers sure what are three points they need to know on that uh-huh. and then just shoot that that's how I make content um, it's always in threes okay you can go longer like fives and tens work yeah. but that that's a long video and that's different okay. if you're just starting think of a topic in your niche that we spoke about a hundred videos and then do just write down your best three points for that video that is all you need to do to make a video you're wow. overthinking it right now wow. three so once it's filmed, I get it from my editor, goofy thumbnail, and then thumbnail. we have it, uh, my guy uploads it, and then it's done. And then that's all this extra, like, social Legend. stuff. But yeah, dude, that's that's wow. Trello right there. That's a solid workflow. This guy's got systems yeah, I love in it. place. You need it. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, okay, okay, it. okay. Wow, I feel that, I feel that. So as far as, like, outlines go, how in-depth do you go on your outline? Like, do you just literally have three bullet points, and you're able to, like, riff the rest? Or I'll show you. All right, all right. We're going back in. I love this stuff. Yeah, no, I'm very interested, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. Like, if you're trying to start a YouTube channel, it's going to be a value-packed episode. Like, we're going deep on this stuff. Yeah, so it's kind of complex. So I do content banks every single month. Um, So every quarter, I kind of do an audit on myself. I'm like, what's working, what's not working? And then we have four quarters in a year, so I... I don't know. These these things aren't like in a business book. It's just what I've learned. Like, no, yeah, it's just your to, system. Yeah, yeah, my system. So I have goals for every quarter, and then I write down like pretty much every video that I want before I move to Trello. That's how I did it. Um, wow. So you were asking about outlines, though. So let's look at. Yeah. Um, I'll pull one up right here, and you'll actually see it. Perfect. Depends on. Um, uh, top five lessons. Maybe this one. No. Okay. All right. Perfect. All right. Yeah. 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 This is this okay. is one right here. Okay. So yeah. I'm, I, I think of, so this is the top five lessons of 2018. I haven't filmed this yet, so okay. maybe I'll do this. First thing you need is hook. If your first 10 seconds are off, no one's going to watch 10-minute mm. video. So, like, really, like, what's your hook? What's your unique selling point or, like, um, future cast for your prospect? So, if I told you right now, imagine, what would it look like to wake up every day making $200 from YouTube ads from videos you already filmed 18 months ago, deposited directly into your bank account, 
you get messages every single day of raving fans who love your content. You know, you look at your dashboard and it's like thousands of people every single month coming to your channel telling you how your videos are changing their life. Like, how does that feel? Like, okay, pause. I would watch that video. Yeah, that's how I set it up. <laughs> so always future cast. Remember, it's not about us, it's about who you're serving. Yeah. The first thing you do is you paint the picture in their mind of like, yeah. whatever you're talking about, even if it's like entertainment or something, like, the worst thing you can say is, hi guys, I'm blah 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 from blah blah oh blah dot com. Yeah, no. Because nobody cares. No one cares. <laughs> you lost me. Future cast it, like paint a little bit of a picture in their mind and make it sexy. Mm. So that's the hook, and then I go into five points. And guys, for points, like it's always just like just make your best points and keep it real. Like I don't read this. I'm just yeah. this is just my mind. And this is definitely just like, yeah, just an outline too. Yeah, it's just an outline. So like I mean, I'd imagine it's like a podcast. You know, you don't script every single word. No, exactly. You just have some questions and you try exactly. and hit it. Exactly. Like you know, you know the direction yeah. you want to go, but like the subtleties will come yeah. as you as you do it. Yeah. 100%. I always think like story. Yeah. Right. Story's the best. So you have your point, and then if you have a little sixty-second story, like um, Russell calls it, the Epiphany Bridge. Right. Yeah. I don't know if your audience knows that, but it's like before you knew what you knew now, where were you, and like how did you overcome it? Like one little 60 second story or like, uh, you know, for, for, um, I'll give you an example. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean like this one, if you don't like something, change it. I was one of my biggest lessons. So here I'm talking about like my health journey and that one day, like I just wrote that down, like health journey. One day I woke up and I looked at myself in the mirror and I'm like, I don't like what I see. Mm. And so I did something to change it. And then I talk a little bit about results. Like, yeah. A little bit of that goes a long way in your content and it's not making it so factual and just robotic and stuff yeah. and rah, 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 rah. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, so. people want to know you're a real person. They want to see those transformations and when you yeah. can really convey like what you've been through, what you're going through, yeah. people love that. W one thing I'll say too, man, is like for the next 18 months when you're doing this challenge that we're talking about, you have your task, you got your 100 videos, you're just getting started, yeah. you got your eject button, lots of, <laughs> exactly. lots of things. Yeah, laundry list. Um, Start every single time something funny happens in your life or you're thinking about like like uh, uh, something different, create a story bank. And this is going to help you a lot, man. Like, do you have a story bank? Can or, you like, go a little bit deeper on what you mean by that? Yeah, so like, it's, it's in a Google Drive, so I don't have it here, otherwise I'd show yeah, you. Yeah, sure. But I have like every story in my life that I use frequently. Oh. Um, I write down like kind of the big lesson and a little anecdote on it just so I know like I can reference that and it's almost like you have a swipe file yeah. or like a Rolodex that you can go through and pull from yeah so I do one for personal stories because that's how we resonate so like talking about maybe one time when you know I was at boys and girls club and blah 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 you know something like that personal stories and then I have one from like books and like studies or like big ideas and that's going to help you in the future when you do speaking or you do interviews like this or you know you you like you almost act like you're preparing for a test and you kind of memorize yeah. like, some stuff and you're, you can just lock into that flow state so much better. You know? Dang, I do not have one of those with that. I just, I, I needed to write that helpful. down. That's, that's yeah. one of the things I'm going to do as soon as, as soon as I get back. Yeah, it's That's good, essential. Man. Yeah, it's great. It helps a lot, man. Yeah. yeah, dang. Especially as I get more into public speaking, I did my first paid speaking gig a couple days ago right before I came down here. Nice. Um, and yeah, having it? those stories. Huh? Where was it? Where was it? It was just in Madison, Wisconsin, near my school. Okay. Um, just downtown, there was this uh, co-working space that invited me in to do a little thing on building credit. So I just came in and like uh, credit score. Yeah, credit scoring. Nice. How to how to get it going as a young person. Just so. spend it. Yeah, <laughs> just spend all the money. Just go to Vegas, all on black. Hundred percent. See we what go. happens. You got an eject <laughs> button, so you know. You got a 50-50 chance. Yeah, you're not gonna lose that bad. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. But don't actually do that, guys. No, be, no. be smart with your money. Please, be smart. Um, <laughs> So, Clark, I want to jump into some of the questions I like to ask all of my guests before we go. You've been dropping so much value Thanks, on our listeners that, that want to get started with YouTube. This is going to be a power-packed episode, guys. If you are thinking of starting a YouTube channel, you want to go back. You want to listen to this entire thing again because there was so much that we covered here, so many tactical strategies yep. that Clark has used. His entire workflow, he broke down for you guys. So you need to take notes if you're trying to start a YouTube channel, which you should be. So much potential there. Thanks, Such a good opportunity. Thanks, but let's hop into these questions. So yeah. the first of which is what are you excited about right now? What is Clark Kegley looking forward to? This could be something in your business, something in the wider landscape of the world. Like what is what is on your radar right now? Yeah, man. Daily content is humongous for me right now. Yeah. I was avoiding it. I was watching my friend that I spoke about. Yep. I was stressed out by it. Ever since I got a team, I'm like, whew. <laughs> like, it, it, it's, it's funny because I realized, dude, like, 
so much of my stress around content was based in like this limiting belief that like the more I put out, the more I work because I have to edit, yeah. I have to upload, I have to do this and like trying to fire yourself from a lot of these tasks yeah. that you're not that good at. Like if someone can do it 80% as well as you, hire them. Like don't, don't have so much control and like, mm. yeah, dude. So that's what I'm stoked about, dude. Daily content, blowing it up this year, refusing to settle. We're taking over. We're going to be number one. <laughs> Killing the game. Subs. Yeah, yes. no, I'm really excited, man. I love it, man. And like, yeah. it's fun what, again. Yeah. And what our listeners need to understand is like, it doesn't have to be that expensive to, to bring a team on. Yeah. Like you said, for you, you've yeah. got all those people and yeah. it's like whatever, 100, like 120. People. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Like that's a lot of money yeah. for some people that haven't started anything, that aren't making money online. Yeah, but it's like, a lot. For me, I'm able to get my podcast edited and I'm able to produce a lot of content, not not at the scale that you're doing, but like I'm able to produce a lot of content for not nearly that much. Like what does it cost an episode if you don't mind me asking? Um, less than ten dollars. Oh hell yeah. How does that work? It's it's a sweet deal. We can talk more about it later. Okay, yeah. Because <laughs> I got a buddy who does podcasts, it's like a hundred dollars. No, yeah, it, you gotta you gotta find the right people. Oh, but good. it's uh yeah, if you All if right. you find the right people, it can be a very, very nice My thing. man knows how to negotiate. Precisely, man. It's making those deals, <laughs> it's making those deals. But like it doesn't have to be expensive for you to start producing content. Like I'm putting out three to five podcast episodes a week for less than like 50 bucks a week like doesn't doesn't have to be that much so like yeah well you're smart to free yourself up so you can do yes. more yes because i mean your time is a finite resource your yeah. your money once you start figuring out how to actually produce income for yourself that is not your limiting resource yeah so smart. i think that's essential essential so the next thing i want to talk to you about is your habits um, I, I hear with a lot of the people that I interview, they have they have these habits, these routines that they do yeah. that, that allow them to get to the next level. It could be personal, business, lifestyle, um, anything come to mind for you that you do on a routine basis. Shot of Jameson in the morning, <laughs> rush routine. Kid man. You know, I tried the whole rigid morning routine thing sure. and like meditate and uh, the closest I ever got was that call map. You ever use that? Calm. Calm? No, I've heard of it though. Really good, man. And um, I did it every day for a long time and it's just so hard traveling, but I wish yeah. I wish I was more rigid with that, dude. Um, the biggest thing for me is journaling. That's what I'm huge on. Huh. We talk a lot about that on my channel, yeah. actually. Oh, he's busting out the journal right now, guys. Yeah, dude. That is a that is a legit journal. Yeah, so it's a sketchbook. It's a eight and a half by eleven, and the whole system here. I actually have a course on it. We teach this <laughs> method of journaling. And so check this, it out. Link in the show notes, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is like the second brain right here, dude. Wow. Um, so like. Everything that you're carrying around, I feel like digitally, it doesn't have the same impact as when you're pen to paper. Yeah. And so like, this is always where I go, man. So journaling every freaking day, not doing dear diary crap, <laughs> you know, not, it's not pink with like carnation flowers on it. You know, well, older this is a brother. professional, yeah. black, hard bound. Yeah, it's a man journal. <laughs> yeah, it's a man journal. <laughs> Guys, don't get it twisted. This is a <laughs> leather bound, male, <laughs> masculine. Precisely. Yeah, dude. So journaling. Dang. All right, I dig it. Do that in the morning, evening, throughout the day? A little bit throughout the whole day, but I try not to be too hard on it. Like, the more you associate, like, obligation to something, yeah. the less you're going to do it. Yeah. So, literally, like, stop beating yourself up. Like, yeah, just, like, I don't know, man. And this is probably beyond the scope of this podcast, but, like, my thing is there's two kinds of people. Yeah. And in the self-development space, I see it over and over again. There's the first kind of people who need to tighten up. Right, like they're partying too much. Yeah, they probably go to ASU, like Brian. <laughs> Freaking Brian. <laughs> Freaking Brian, man. Brian, uh, you know they need to tighten up a little more. Like they're off the rails. They're like Charlie Sheen, Tiger Blood, right? Oh my, yeah. <laughs> but that's not you listening right now, because you're listening to this podcast and you're 45 minutes in. Exactly. Like, you're probably in the second camp that I'm in. That you're probably in, and entrepreneurs yeah. are in, and they Getting need to done. loosen up. Yes. You know what I mean? So like, relaxing into things and like not being so hard on yourself and like forgiving yourself and really like you know it sounds corny but like loving who you are and like not for what you do um that's huge man and i think that like when you really have all that together and you're like looser and you forgive yourself more like you carry you remove all that weight so mm. with journaling dude that's that helps and like being loose about it but still like trying to like it more yeah a hundred thousand percent you use it mostly for like when you come across like big ideas or do you use it for like reflection on the day or like what do you primarily everything everything okay. goals Goals, yeah, business yeah. in here. Yeah, I mean, like, the I back, guess I better check out the course, but like, uh, back is just like all the goals. Wow. Then you got quarterly goals, you got tracking. I got, oh. dude, it's like Trello, but like analog. Dang. Yeah. All right, I dig it. I'll have to check out the course, guys. Link in the show notes for yeah, sure, for sure. Right. Um, so, as far as as far as far um, content goes, I'm always curious what my guests are consuming. 
So are there any creators right now? I know you mentioned Gary Vee, but like any anything that you're consuming on a regular basis could be like books that you're reading, podcasts you're listening to, yeah. or like what are you what are you consuming if anything? Yeah, that's good. Um, I don't really listen to Gary Vee's stuff. Okay. It just doesn't resonate with me personally. Yeah. I'm, I'm you know respect for what he's done and built, sure. but I yeah I'm not a I, not an avid listener. You're yeah, not listening not every single listener. morning right when you wake up. No, <laughs> I'd say my biggest guy is my coach and my business mentor, um, mastermind I'm in, Vince Del Monte. Mm. I think he's one of the most underrated dudes out there. Like the way you, you'll find like two or three people that you really resonate with what they're saying and how they're saying it. Yeah, and it just like reaches you. And uh, Vince is a guy that I really am aligned with value wise. Huh. He's a family guy. Um, just like such a good dude with like great info so wow. Vince Salmani is like I dig it yeah. we'll link him up in the show notes if y'all want to check him out on Instagram or any other platforms yeah. that he's got going on uh, the, the next thing that I want to talk with you about is things that you do that aren't uh, scalable so one of the things that I'll oh. do is like every day um, I haven't been doing as much while I've been traveling but like I'll usually whip out my phone and record like 5 to 10 video DMs that I'll just send to like random new followers from that day and just introduce myself be like hey what's up my name's Apple thanks for the follow if there's anything I can do for you let me know um, I want to be a value to you just like some, cool. some stuff like that yeah um, but it's not scalable like I'm not I'm not just like copy and pasting like the same thing over and over again so is there anything that comes to mind for you that you do in your business um, that isn't inherently something that you could just like mass copy paste that's good, man. Yeah, no, I'd have to think about that more and probably like an- analyze myself. Yeah. The first thing that comes to mind is like these events, right? Like yeah. meeting people and hanging out and stuff. That face-to-face. Like, face-to-face and like relationship stuff, which I love. Yeah. Um, I always joke that like I have the coolest freaking audience in the world because everybody <laughs> that meets me and like is like, oh, Clark, like I see your videos. I'm like, hell yeah. Like I'd hang out with them. Yeah. And it's just so refreshing, dude, to come to these things and like see that who you're talking to or you think you're talking to actually is the people like it's on point yes you know and so like you don't guys you don't want to attract an audience of weirdos no even if they give you money like (laughs) do you want to hate your customers like do you want to hate the people that watch your stuff like always try and go for like the quality like people that you want to hang out with 100% that's not scalable like one to one but I love it because it's like cool people that's that's the rewarding stuff and getting those messages of like yeah. what you said really impacted me or like this is the transformation I was able definitely. to go through thanks to you. Yeah, definitely. Like that's yeah. the that's the makes all the difference. Definitely. So Clark, last thing, where can our listeners go if they want to find out more about you, refusing to settle, what you're yeah. up to, where should we direct them to? Thanks, man. Absolutely. Well, if they're and you're a great interviewer, dude. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, I was podcasting too, so I know being on the other side of things. <laughs> yeah, you, you got, got good questions. Thank man. you, man. I appreciate yeah, that. Good vibe. Uh, Refusing to Settle is a YouTube channel, or you can type in Clark Kegley, and then Instagram, Clark Kegley, K-E-G-L-E-Y. That's the best spot. Awesome. I'll be sure to link up those in the show notes as well. Clark, any closing thoughts for our listeners today? Any last words of wisdom you want to share with an audience of young people? Yeah. If you want the life you want, refuse to settle. There we go. There we go. Clark is dropping words of wisdom, value bomb after value bomb. Thank you so much for your time, Clark. I really do appreciate it. You dropped a ton of wisdom on our listeners today, and uh, I just want to thank you for that, man. Hell yeah, Apple. Thanks for having me on, man. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah, we'll do it again. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Young Smart Money. Again, if you guys did enjoy the show, do remember to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It really does help us get in front of more people with the show. It helps you hear from even more amazing guests. It just makes the world go round when you do smash that five-star in iTunes iTunes. And if you guys want me to shout you out in my Instagram story, I am always up for that. So if you send a screenshot of your review to Apple Crater Official on Instagram, shoot me a DM of that or just tag me in it. Would love to repost it on my short story and give y'all a shout out there. Otherwise, I hope you guys do have a wonderful day, whether you're out walking the dog, whether you are at the gym, whatever you are up to on this fine day. I hope it is a splendid one and I will see you in the next episode. Have a wonderful day. Real quick, just launched a new project called the Online Course Examiner, basically the Yelp of online courses. It is blowing up lately, onlinecourseexaminer.com. Check it out.